Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. The great ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too. There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legends series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. There wasn't a kid in the late 70s that didn't want to be the Sea Eagles number one. In the superstar side of the era, he stood out. He had it all. Walked away early, still thinks about that decision too. But considering his start in life, maybe he was fortunate to get just one game. But who is Graham Eady? Yeah, that was a, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Different, I, yes. I think... Um, Graham Eady was sports minded yeah. right through. Um, even though when I was when I was born, uh, I had um, uh, you know uh, I, I wore boots, calipers, and and that. Is that right? Um, because uh, you know we 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 lived in Lidcombe, we and and all that and. Mm. Um, uh, my father was a, a soccer player and a hockey player. Um, my brother was rugby league. I love cricket, yep. and um, and I played. When we went moved to Woi Woi, I uh, I I was playing cricket, and uh, you know I, I I was scoring some good runs and all that. And I played first grade when I was fourteen in uh, in cricket. Wow! Uh, and then. Uh, then rugby league, I was playing rugby league as well, uh, and then I got to the situation where I had um, I had great great years playing rugby league. Yep, and uh, I got noticed by Ken Arthurson or a a, a, um, a neighbour of ours uh, was a Mad Manly supporter, Mister Mac, and he. Uh, he rang Ken Arthurson and oh. said, there's a bloke up here, a young bloke, that uh, is playing good rugby, rugby league. And uh, so Ken Arthurson sent um, 
Jimmy Peebles, who was a, uh, a, a second rower that played with mm. Manly, and John Tennyson, who at one stage was the secretary at Manly. Wow. And they came up and had a look at me, and basically that was when uh, cricket got the flick yep. and rugby league came in. The so, calipers, uh, a foot correction or a leg correction? It was just a, a, a foot, okay. foot correction. And, um, you know, mum used to walk me every day and, Jeez. hey. So. so I'm going to get this out of the way early. Um, one of the Silvertail's finest lived in Fibro Territory in Lidcombe. That's smack bang in the middle of the magpies. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. I didn't – I haven't brought that up with – Tommy, no, uh, but I have uh, brought it up in a different way uh, when I was living at uh, Kramer on over at Manly yeah. in a brick veneer home, and uh, Tommy was living in a, a double brick, uh, double uh, double brick story uh, with a pool and all that in at Blacktown, and yeah. uh, and Manly got labelled the uh, Silver Tails. So I said, "Well, there's one for you. You're living. I'm living here, and you're living over there. Who's the silver tail?" Yeah, good call, uh, mate. Walking into that manly side as you did in 1971, uh, Bob Batty, Bob Fulton, Terry Randall, Malcolm Reilly, Alan Thompson, Ian Martin, John McDonald, Peter Peters, Billy Hamilton, Ken Irvine, Freddie Jones. That is quite a collection of intimidating human beings. Was it intimidating as a young man? It was, it was. Um, I was went over to uh, St George Lee's Club yep. with with Dad, and we uh, um, Frank Facer yeah. uh, was there. Yeah. Chang had just been ruled out of the World Cup tour yep. in nineteen seventy to go to uh, to England mm. and France. Uh, he had a broken thumb. Um, and they said, "Well, you know, we'll have you over here." And anyway, when I when I thought about it and all that, and had a talk to the old man, yeah. um, there was Graham Langlands was at St George, um, who probably had another five or six years to go. Yeah. Um, and at Manly, there was a bloke called Bob Batty, Bobby, yeah. who uh, Rody said to Ken Arthurson. If you can find someone that uh, can take my place, I'm ready to retire. And uh, I, when I played in the early uh, early games in '71, yep, Bob went to Ken Arthurson and said, uh, "I'm ready to retire because you've got the bloke there." Max Krillich famously waited several years behind Freddie Jones to get his opportunities. Likewise, you with Bobby Batty. Such patience doesn't exist in the modern game. No. Was it frustrating for you playing the waiting game, playing reserve grade or President's Cup footy? No. No. I um just part of the apprenticeship? I I had a, a bloke called Alec Tennant, who was a, a centre yep. at Manly. Yep. Um and he was uh he was sort of um 
a, a, a brother to me. Okay. When I went to Friday after Friday night at training, I'd I'd go home to Woi Woi, yep. and he'd drive me to Hornsby to get the train. Yep. And uh, he was a, a great bloke. Uh, and and all the players there in, at Manly in the early those early years um, were, were fantastic. And the and older I, guys, yeah. And I, and I loved playing. Yeah, Lindsay Drake, um, yeah. Terry Hill, who not the Terry Hill, uh, Terry Hill, uh, he was a a winger centre. Yep. Um, Gary Thorogood. Yes. Yeah, you know, all those sort of blokes. John Barber, who ended up playing in Brisbane. Um, but all those blokes were fantastic blokes, and and they they did a great deal of uh, 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 harmony for everyone. I've been told there's playing first grade and then there's being a first grader and that there's a difference. When did you feel like you were a first grader? When did it click for you? Because it seemed to happen very naturally but very quickly. I think think the club uh, showed me how how good I was um, by – Halfway through the seventy-one season, mm. I got put on the bench. Yep, you know, and and I was on the bench nearly every every game, uh, which was something that you don't get now because you, you know, I'd, I'd play the full reserve grade game, then I'd go on the yeah. on the bench uh, for first grade. That's right. And I remember one time there, where were we? Oh, at the cricket ground. Yep. And um, I played the the full reserve grade game, and I've gone uh, gone and sat on the on the on the uh, bench, but I hadn't got to that stage at that stage yeah. uh, then. Uh, and they said, "Wombat, come on, you you're on." I said, "What am I on for? You're on. Who's off?" And they said, "Bozo. Bozo had played the the." Um, Either the interstate game or yeah. a game the night, the day before, and ran on the field, and then basically uh, pulled ran up, ran off. Wow! So, uh, so you've played 160 minutes yeah. of footy back to back because <laughs> there was only five or six minutes between games back then. Yep. Yeah, I hadn't even that. I hadn't even finished a, a, a can of drink. When they said you're on the you're on. What do you reckon the can would have been? At that stage, it was soft drink. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was did... only I was only seventeen then. Oh, there, okay. But then again, yeah, you may have snuck <laughs> one in. What was quickly was premiership success. Waiting as Edie comes on for Ken Irvine. Irvine, the most experienced player perhaps in the side. A record holder in Australia-England test matches. Prolific scorer of tries. In the centre, Ray Brannigan. And with him, the other danger player for Manly, Bobby Fulton. The 72 Premiership, that win over Eastern Suburbs, 1914 scoreline. What do you recall of the day as we sit here in 2022? Oh, jeez. Fifty um, years ago, Wombat. Wow. Uh, 
Is it that long? Uh, that that was that was unbelievable for for me to be going out and yeah. running onto the cricket ground and you know Sydney cricket ground was just an a, an unbelievable place yes and for me to be running out in in a you know, first grade grand final you know, that was that was great and uh, you know to be playing against people like Beats and and Coot. Yeah. Because uh, Coot had gone from South to that's right to Watsy then. Um, so, you know, I, I just I I just took it. Oh, hopefully, I took it all in my stride. Mm. Uh, even though I was a bit, bit nervous. Is that where the older guys play such an important role in rugby league, or did play such an important role in ru- rugby league? Yeah. They're the ones that can come and sit next to you in the change rooms or tip you up on the field just to calm everything Ken down. Irvine. That's his role? Yeah, he yeah. was unbelievable. Hey, Legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go, from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week. And we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Freddie Jones is another one. He was, uh, yeah, that that might that might be one of the, the reasons I, I went for um, Fredo in the dream team yep. over Max because, uh, you know, I was, well, by the time Max got in there, I'd had about three seasons. Yeah. And even though he'd been there before, but mm. uh, Fredo was just so good in talking to you and, and all that. There is a place for it in rugby league. Yep. The older blokes, yes. Yes. A year later, another premiership, this time over Cronulla in one of the most brutal final series ever. Was the second premiership as important or as celebrated as the first, or is that old cliche, right, you always remember your first? You always remember your first, but, um, you know, uh, that uh, a premiership in the, in the uh, Sydney competition is always great. Mm. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, that or that or that or that. Yep. You know, um, you know it, it's it's fantastic. You know, it's the same when I was over in England and I was playing in uh, Wembley one year and I played and we won. Yeah. And the next year we played and we got beat. Uh, but it was still just as important yep. that I got to be uh, running onto Wembley Stadium. Graham, three seasons, two premierships. You're living the dream. Honestly, you're living mm. the rugby league dream. Did you, did you feel like that at the time, or do you oh. you take it for granted? No, I don't take anything for granted. Yeah, you know, that was that was something that was uh, always always uh, sticks in my mind that we were 
we played in a or I played in the the first side that Manly won, and I was lucky enough to play in the second one. And a few years down the track, I was lucky enough to play in the in the other two, third and fourth as well. Yeah, I have done these legend series interviews with with a few of my eels in Brett Kenny, Peter Sterling, uh, Mick Crone, and Ray Price. All of them recall Parramatta's first grand final, the '81 grand final, uh, as their first premiership, but the club's first premiership, and they realised. On that night, during the celebrations, what rugby league means to the community. Did you realise how important footy was to the average bloke that lived on the peninsula? Certainly. Certainly did. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that uh, going to the, to the games on the Sunday at Brookvale. And, yep. Uh, or going over to the cricket ground of a Saturday to, to play. Uh, you'd go back to the league club yep. and you couldn't get in. It was just packed. Mm. And there were that many people there that, you know, were were just patting you on the back and 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 all that. It was it was great. It was a, a fantastic experience for me mm. to be uh to be in rugby league at that time of the of that time of the the uh of rugby league history. Yeah. A wonderful period of rugby league history. So you've got two premierships before your 20th birthday and following that win, you'd make your international debut for Australia on the Kangaroo Tour in the second test. No pressure. You were the fullback following the immortal Graham Langlands. If that wasn't hard enough, Chang was also the captain coach of that tour, right? It was... um it was it was a funny bloke, Chang. I've I've got that, I've that much respect for him yeah. and, and all that. And uh, when I moved up here, uh, he was at Southport, and okay. you know, we got friends. Oh, not friends, but you know, we uh, acquaintances again. Yeah. Um. He was. Uh, he said to me in Singapore on the way over. Yeah. He pulled me aside, and. Um, we were in the in this bar, and and he said, "Now listen, um, I'm the captain coach, and I'm the fullback." I said, "Yeah," and because uh, I, I think I went away with the attitude that I was just going to be one of the numbers. Yep. And uh, he said, "I," oh, which I probably would have been if he didn't break his, yeah. his wrist or his his thumb. Anyway, he said. Yep, now, so if you're playing better than me, you're in. Wow. And if I'm playing better than you, uh, I'm in. And I said, hey, what's this? What like? Yeah. And he said, but I'll tell you one thing. You'll want to be playing a lot fucking better than me or, <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, I'll, I'll forget the rest of it, but I, I, I just took it. Yeah. A lot better than fucking me. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love it. Uh, your international debut was the day before your 20th birthday. I've got to ask, um, what do you recall of Chang as a player? Because um, obviously Chang's no longer with us, so what lives on are the highlight reels, but yeah. the stories. Geez, I can tell some lies now because he's gone. 
<laughs> no, he was he was uh, just so so unbelievable yeah. what he could do. Um, he could run, he could step, he could kick, and you know he he was just uh, the ultimate player, Chang. Yeah, and um, yeah, you know, he was he was a, he was great, hmm. a great mate as well. Good fellow off the field. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Looking at that footy side, and I know we spoke about it on our Dream Team episode earlier in the year, it's amazing to think this happened, but there were several guys playing essentially what was bush footy at the time that went on that tour. Mick Cronin, David Waite, Dennis Ward, who had by that stage left Manly and was playing local footy in Newcastle. It's unlike today where you see and know everyone because every game's on TV. Yeah. You were touring with blokes. You had no idea who they were. No. It's astonishing to think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there was one bloke, uh, Warren Orr yeah. from Brisbane. Um, now, his nickname was Jethro, like Jethro Bodine. Love it. Um, so, yeah, you can... You can see where I'm coming to there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did he handle it all? Yeah. And all that. But, um, you know, that was one thing that Chang had in his mind was how to keep everyone working together. Yep. Yeah. Um, Surely Captain Coach can't be an easy gig trying to control 27 other tourists. No. No. Keep that to yourself. Well, <laughs> yes. Yes, and yeah, you know, when you got blokes like Bob O'Reilly and mm. you know, all um, and and Bob O'Reilly and Beetson, they were they were great on the field and great off the field. Yeah, they were the big kids off the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, about the Rothmans Medal, it began in 1968. It was first awarded to Terry Hughes. You won it in '74. Um, one of only. Two Seagulls to do so. This was prior to the Dally M Awards. What was recognition like that? Someone or a group collectively saying, at this point in time, you are the best? It was a shock, yeah, to be honest, um, because I, I, got the, I got a phone call um, to say that, it was on, and I said, oh, no, look, I'm not going to that. You know, I've got to be at work the next day. Yep. And um, I got a phone call from Ken Arthurson. Saying you're going? To say, mate, they want you over at this thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know for the main reason, but, you know, it's a, it's a, good, it's a good night. Yep. And I think you should go to it. So I had to go out. Hire a dinner suit in the afternoon and be ready to go over to uh, Phillips Street. Yeah, that's exactly where it was. Yeah, and uh, I did that and walked in, and they all said, "What are you doing here?" I said, "Oh, phone call." And we keep going back to Ken Irvine, don't we? Yeah, Ken Irvine uh, had a when he found out that that because as far as he knew, the night before. I wasn't going. And uh, he said, so, you, I thought you weren't coming. I said, oh, I got a phone call to say I had to be here. He figured something was up. So we had a bet. Did he really? 
he won a bit of money on it. I don't know who he had a bet with, but he had a he had a bit of money on me. Good man. Yeah. Little inside information, a little bit of logic. Yes. Where's the medal, Graham? Do you still have it? Yes. Um, yeah, it's still it's still here somewhere. <laughs> We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legends series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The weekly wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.